Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Previously on Who Killed Amy Mihaljevic, a 30-year retrospective. We just passed the 17th anniversary in the disappearance of Amy Mihaljevic. On October 28, 1989, she was kidnapped in broad daylight near a plaza right across the street from the Bay Village Police Department. People in Northeast Ohio will remember this case very well. Who killed Amy? Who killed Amy Mihaljevic? It's a question that has baffled investigators now for 17 years. Sweet little girl from quiet Bay Village, kidnapped, murdered. It has been just over 24 years since Amy Mihaljevic disappeared from the Bay Square shopping center in Bay Village. Her body was found in an Ashland County field in February of 1990. Through the years, several possible suspects have been looked at, but there has never been an arrest. Over the past 25 years, investigators conducted thousands of interviews, but couldn't close the case. The killer knew so much about the family. There's now a renewed focus on those who knew Amy's mother, Margaret. We have a range of about 25 to 35, roughly, for this individual. Okay. Uh, differing uh, clothing descriptions, different hair descriptions, one with glasses, one without glasses. I think what we can safely say is that it's a white male, uh, average build, uh, who um, is probably in that 25 to 35 year age. That seemed to be fairly consistent. I'm not surprised that we still get calls. Um, I'm disappointed that we haven't gotten further along in the case. Of course, we all wonder, is it because of the Amy Mihalovic case? I, I don't know. Obviously, you don't like to see these kind of things happen, and you try to teach your kids uh, to watch out for these kind of things. It's, it's the kind of thing that uh, it happens. If anybody has seen her get into a vehicle we need I think uh, that would help uh, quite a bit with, with Margaret leaving and uh, uh, her passing then I'm the only one left I had in my mind long before then that she wasn't be found alive well back to Amy so Amy was a can-do person uh, very smart uh, she was book very book smart uh, did well in school uh, uh, Athletics, horses, and and school, and and just usually pretty pretty quiet. If she didn't know you, she wasn't going to talk to you. And and I don't have any personal stake in it that I have to do it. I just want somebody to do it. I want somebody to be able to call Mark and say, we we, we think we've got the guy, and we're going to put some closure to this. And we're going to get this done. I don't care who it is. I doesn't matter to me. I just think he deserves that kind of closure. The community deserves that closure. And again, the guy needs to be locked up. It's the bottom line. Um, we think they're getting closer. We think they're getting closer. We don't know. We, that's always our uh, carrot in front of uh, in front of our face, you know, to, that they're getting close. The murder of Amy Mihaljevic in Bay Village. It has remained unsolved for almost 30 years. Well, the, apparently, we've talked about this, apparently a lot of people are confident. Hello and welcome to another very special bonus episode of Who Killed Amy Mihaljevic. I am your host, Bill Huffman. And this week's guest has been through more than anybody in the past 30 years. I'm talking about Amy's father, Mark Mihaljevic. 
In the beginning of this nightmare, Margaret Mahalovic, Amy's mother, was the face of the investigation. She was all over television and the newspapers and was always willing to give an interview. Unfortunately, Margaret had some health issues and passed away nearly 20 years ago, some say from a broken heart. Ever since then, the person carrying the torch for Amy is her father, Mark. I have spoken with him before, and you can tell this has been extremely hard on him since he isn't as gregarious as Margaret was. In fact, I'd say Mark has set aside his shyness and is now in the role that Margaret once held. Mark worked for Buick as a sales representative when Amy was abducted. He is originally from Wisconsin and has lived in the Cleveland area for nearly 35 years. He has taken time out of his day, and after a week of constant anniversary interviews, I feel lucky to have the chance to speak with him today. So let's jump into my conversation with Amy's father, Mark Mahalovic. Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you? I am very well. Thank you so much for joining me, Mr. Mahalovic. How are you today? I'm doing good. Are you surviving through this uh, horrible uh, three weeks of endless coverage of Amy? I mean, this has got to be a Well, team. yeah. I mean, I mean, that's been the uh, situation all along. You got to keep, got to keep moving, and you got to keep going. And uh, but uh, it sure brings back a lot of sad memories. You know, I watch a lot. You know, I work for News Five now, but. I do um I do watch all the segments and and I feel like sometimes it's a, it puts you in just such a tough spot, you know, to to have to bring those memories back up and I know it's something that you have to do to keep the story out there, but I feel for you and just, you know, it's just something that no nobody well, should go that. through. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to be going through this. This is just ridiculous. But well, but it's, uh, you got to be thankful that it's still out in the public uh, eye and uh, people are still thinking about it and people are still trying to resolve the resolve the, the case. Yeah, how do you feel about the current state of the investigation? Holy mackerel, there's been more uh, stuff on TV here the last two weeks than uh, I could ever imagine. And uh, I, I can never and never will fault the, the police or the media or or anybody else that's been involved because they've everybody sure worked their uh, their uh, self to the bottom end to try to resolve this. Yeah, they definitely. There's definitely a a real push to, in my opinion, find resolve with this case. And I'm not use the word closure because I understand that that's not something that can right. happen in your situation, unfortunately. But how how is everything else with your life? Everything, uh, you know, Jason. I've no, I've seen Jason on TV more than I've seen him in ever before. So he must be doing. I've seen him more on TV than I've ever seen him in the last ten years. No, I'm just teasing. Ah. But but uh, Jason's doing good. Uh, him and the boys are are uh, pretty tight. Him and his two boys are really tight bond. And um, here in a couple of weeks, they're. Uh, the three of them are going on a cruise together, and they're doing good. That's that's really good. So Jason lives what? Lives down near Akron? Outside of Kent, really. You know, that was one of the things that uh, people have asked me throughout the last year. You know, was, you know, how's Jason doing? You know, because he, you know, because he was kind of uh, you protected him very well throughout this whole experience. And yeah, Jason has become a lot more proactive. Uh, uh, I saw some of the stuff he left on Facebook and stuff. He's been. In the last, I don't know, five years, but maybe as a timeline, uh, become a lot more proactive in resolving the, the Amy case. Do you think that that is something that it took him a while to 
you know, just be able to look back at that memory or that part of his life and maybe. Well, yeah, I think you're right there. I agree with that. But as you get older, you get uh, more proactive. I think sometimes you, you come out of your box, you come out of your shell a lot easier. I mean, that's one thing that, you know, having met you and met you in person on the, the few times we met, it definitely feels like that you're not nearly as gregarious as maybe Margaret was back in the day, but you kind of put that all to the side and you, you do well, this for the greater good. Well, I take that as a compliment and, and um, you got to do what you got to do and uh, whatever it is. It's true. You do. I mean, uh, in your position, is there something that the media could do or, or do you feel like that they're doing everything in their power to keep the attention on the case? Well, they, I think they're doing everything in their power. I think um, right now everybody's sort of a little handcuffed on, on, on it right now. It's sort of at a, I don't know how to say it. It's just, everybody's doing what they can to help resolve it as far as the media and the police. And uh, there's just uh, a little bit of a, a lull, but I even hate to use that word. There's just a little, I don't know how to say it. It's just, uh, it's going to happen. That's all I can say. It's going to happen. and Ebbs and flows. It's going to be a heck of a deal. It's going to be a, it's going to be a closure. Yes. And we, when we talked first, uh, we talked about um, your confidence in the case. And as far as, like, I, when I just talked to Chief Spetzel, he mentioned that he is going to be retiring in the spring. But he hopes to come back and be able to work on the task force. Um, yep. how, how would you feel about that? I mean, that would be... Oh, you know, I, the last time I talked to Chief, uh, maybe a month ago or somewhere, we were talking and on the phone and... Uh, we're talking about his about his retirement, and then he's got one child that's 23 years old. I mean, the only thing that kid has ever known in his lifetime is something about Amy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that uh, I'm sure it's been brought up at the dinner table or whatever. So uh, uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, I'm still in awe that uh, one person or or the chief has been involved in this case from day one. I just uh, hard to fathom that. It's it's remarkable, especially in the way the bureaucracies work with promotions yep. and chain of command, and the fact that he was able to yep. climb the ladder, still be a part yep. of it. And I mean, he is the driving force at the at the station in my mind. I mean, he is the the oh, yeah. encyclopedia of of the case. And when I go and talk to him, he emphasizes the fact that just a couple pieces, just a couple pieces away, you know, he. The one thing that he emphasized was being chief, he just hasn't had the opportunity to get his hands on it in about five years. So he's hoping that, you know, that he does get that chance. Well, and that's true. But here again, he's got a lot of uh, highly qualified people working with him in the department that are highly involved in the case and uh, he's got good help. They do. And and I like the fact that uh, the special agent for the FBI is from the area as well because again like when you have something that's so that hits close to home like this to i mean people like myself people um like lisa you know special agent hack and and yeah obviously chief spetzel you know there does become a driving a driving force to see resolution like you mentioned his son only experiencing amy yeah i mean yeah. it just would be like you said it would be uh it would be like christmas and every holiday all together times a thousand. Yeah. I want it more than that. For, I want it more for you than anything else. I mean, just having well, met I you, it. you don't understand. Like, that's the thing about being a reporter is that 
you really don't know. You only get to see a little bit on the news, but just getting to know you on the personal side of things, it's just really it makes it that much more personal to me. You are carrying the torch through just an absolute terrible darkness. That's true, but uh, I, I'm not the only one carrying the torch. And as we discussed before, there's there's been so much effort in between, the, like I said before, so much effort put into this. Um, I'm just uh, trying to help whatever I can do, and I'm not carrying the torch. I'm. I don't, I don't you're keeping the, you're way. keeping the light lit is what you're doing. Right, right. That's true. I mean, you think about the fact that Margaret's been gone for nearly 20 years, and you've really been the main go-to person. And I mean, your day-to-day life. I mean, how how are you doing? Like last time I was over, you guys had the the dollhouse in the. You still have the dollhouse in the middle of the room. Oh yeah, we got the dollhouse. Uh, we're trying to sell part of it. It's going to go up on. Uh, up on uh, eBay here a little bit. We're not selling the whole thing, just the just the edition. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> let's see what else. Uh, did you, I know did you, you get were, the I, tractor running? Oh, uh, the tractor was running. The tractor made it to Wisconsin. No way. Uh, for a thirty mile for a thirty mile parade, I made it and went back to its birthplace. We, the parade started in West Dallas and was supposed to go down to uh, a city in uh, Wisconsin called Union Grove. Okay. And I made it about a mile and a half, and I think oh. it just quit. But uh, That's I awesome. didn't show you what I know. It was, it was, out, it was out in a, one heck of a rainstorm the night before the parade. I had it over at my my friend's uh, 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 farm, and it poured. And I, I said, before we take this thing, it was about 30 miles away. I said, before we take this thing to, to West Dallas, I said, we're going to uh, fire it up and Gave it a little shot of ether, and it was running good. Got it up there, and, and in the stage area, it was running good. Went about a mile and a half, and the thing quit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it stayed in Wisconsin. It's back at its birthplace. Nope. But um, what's it doing? Know. What's it doing up there? I mean, I know that's where it's well, from. Well, you know, while well, there was a big meet up there, that's why we went up there. But there was a big meet, and okay. uh, uh. There's my my friends have been farming up there ever since I've known them for 50 years and okay. uh, and um, there's a thing up there called Future Farmers of America uh, and every year they get a tractor somehow and the kids uh, rebuild it paint it rebuild it get it running and uh, the uh, the Alice was donated to the Future Farmers of America out of um, I don't know if it's Rain, Racine County or, or Burlington or whatever but it was it was donated. Well, look at you. Contributing to the future <laughs> yeah. farmers of America. Yeah. So, well, that's but that's cool. That's uh, uh, that is taking the the tractor full circle. Let's take a break in here for this it. week's sponsor, BetterHelp.com. And Georgette's got to be me. thrilled. Georgette's got to be thrilled. She said we didn't know we had such a big garage. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's take a break to hear from this week's sponsor. I've had to deal with my fair share of anxiety and depression in my life, and I'm happy to say that there is now an easy way to get help. Because if there is something that interferes with your happiness or is holding you back from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can now connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's convenient because it needs to be in our hectic lives. So go get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. BetterHelp really is there for you because they have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. And guess what? If you aren't happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time. 
There are even apps available for your computer or smartphone. And whether you're suffering from anxiety, depression, anger, stress, relationship issues, sleeping issues, family conflicts, LGBT matters, self-esteem issues, they literally have a licensed professional counselor for you. And of course, everything you share is confidential. The best part is, it's truly an affordable option. Who Killed Amy Maholovic listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code WHO. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash who. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor you'll love. Again, for 10% off, go to betterhelp.com slash who. Uh, what's next for uh, for Mark Maholovic? <laughs> I mean, you're retired, so I mean, what, like, guys yeah, are, old, um, old retired guy. And you guys are just, um, uh, you know, enjoying. Uh, well, I, it's sort of funny. Uh, I told Georgette, uh, uh, Georgette tolerated the tractor, but it wasn't one of her one of her love affairs. Oh, I know. But now I told her we're going to get a jeep, so we're going to buy a jeep of some sort and uh, something I can mess around with. Something we can both ride around in and jump in and go get an ice cream cone or something. Old Jeep? But, uh, yeah, in the 80s. I had the, I had a 46 Jeep, but that's that's too old. But uh, in the 80s, something, I don't know. But anyways. Like a, like uh, a CJ or something? I, yeah, CJ, but a two-door. It's got to have a rag top on it. No no hard cover and oh, you know, no. this stuff to no, pop no. around it. So. Oh, but, that's fun. Uh, we have a, a electric, uh, one of those battery-powered cars that the kids ride around in here that, <laughs> that I picked up. Uh, and it is a Jeep. So when the when the tractor left the garage, uh, we put that uh, uh, jeep right in the middle of where the where, where the real jeep is going to go, so Georgette can warm up to it a little bit more. Oh, that's hysterical! So, I'm sure it lo- I'm sure it looks <laughs> I'm looks I'm sure it looks very proportioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pink jeep. The kids lo- the, the the grandkids love it. So. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, I always wanted one. I never got a. I never got to have a power wheel. That was one of my. No, me neither. Well, I'm way past that age. I always wanted one of those uh, pedal tractors when I was a kid. You know where you seen them? Yeah, like, I had a, I had a pedal. Yeah. Uh, my dad's old pedal fire truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was cool. Now it was like yeah, one of those, those things are... that's like you <laughs> you can tell why things got improved as safety features became more abundant oh yeah you know, you'd you'd be oh, riding yeah. that thing and you'd just be hitting your knees and scraping your knees and <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah somehow we all made it i don't know how yeah you know you think about with the way that they treat children these days sometimes it's uh you know we and we it's got, good some of it's good yeah i mean safety and obviously we cannot discount that that's just some more good, of, but somehow it's like my my one my son-in-law is really into health food, this and eating this and eating that. And yeah, some of the stuff we ate when I was growing up wasn't real good for you, but somehow, <laughs> somehow a lot of us uh, baby boomers have made it this far eating crazy stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. It, it's like you know, people, I just think it's one of those things that like from you know, my dad's situation, it was just like, it's just that's your time. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But, yep, uh, exactly. you know, but, you know, not to say that that's any bit, you know, things like crime. Yeah, yeah, and, I, I see where you uh, are now have a full time job, huh? Full-time. Well, I'm I'm not full time. I'm part time yeah. at Channel 5, but I am. 
I'm part-time podcasting as well. So I kind of, wow, cool. Exp- anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been good. I actually took Amy's story down to New Orleans. I was at a, oh, wow. uh, like a uh, convention down there. So I had a whole table with all the, wow. I took, um, wow, you know, all the missing posters. Like I made these postcards wow. with all the, with the items that have, that are gone. And then, you know, uh, I passed those out at the at the convention and wow. probably wow, distributed thanks. about a thousand of those and yeah and it's it's wow. you know what I did was wow. I printed out printed it out on like a postcard so it's like a nice glossy you know but it's the FBI poster that gives the whole yeah. background of wow, the story thanks. and it's got you know call this number for and so that was definitely uh, helpful as far as getting more exposure and um, I appreciate that thanks. Oh, I'm 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 riding this one. This one's not. I mean, this is personal to me. It's uh, this is not. Wow, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not letting this one go. I mean, I've done so many different episodes about the case and talked to so many different people about it. And I've been on other shows about it. And yes. you know, there's been other um, podcast stuff that's reached gosh knows how many people. But it's definitely something that I I will I will fight the battle with you until this is. No. Well, that's. That's uh, extremely appreciated. Thank you. Well, I again, like you are one of the nicest guys that I've met. So um, <laughs> you've just been through yeah. you've been through so much that it just is it's unfair that you have to live with this on a daily basis. So you know, I don't well, I don't know if you had any final thoughts or any anything you wanted to say about Amy and how, well, oh, how you feel about you the thirty know, year thirty years. Isn't that something? You know what? You know what? Though, when people say anniversary, when I think of the right. word anniversary, I think Mm-mm. like you've been married thirty years, or you, uh, you're thirty years old, or as a. I don't know how else to put it. I know that's. I guess all anniversaries aren't happy. How's that? Aren't, yeah, uh, I guess. I guess I've been looking. Something. I've been searching for a better word for that as well, because I actually in my in my notes here I have uh, a question written, and it says you know halfway through it says thirty year, and I have comma don't yeah. call it an anniversary. Yeah. Of an, yeah, but it is, you know, I guess. It is, but it's it's more of a it's one of those milestone. I don't want to say milestone either, but it's one of those points in time that yep. an opportunity for people to exactly to look back. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, so your final thoughts the, the, on the, going through all this with the thirty year? Well, you know, it's amazing, um, amazing how it makes it seem like it didn't happen thirty years ago. It's uh, uh, it's been around for so long and been involved so long and people been involved so long that 30 years went by uh, uh, like an eye, like a blink of an eye, really. So it'll be solved and we'll have another, we'll have another uh, round of media and it'll be a lot. Well, that would be a little bit different. Be a lot more happy on my, on my half, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I, I hope that is the absolute next step and we have uh, yep. somebody that we can hold accountable and put an end yep. to this tragedy and, um, well, I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, Mark, I do appreciate you calling me today, and uh, I know that. Hey, you can... thanks. Uh, I'm sure Georgette told you that I just figured out how to turn my laptop off, my uh, iPad off. I didn't know where the switch was. For that thing. <laughs> technology, <laughs> technology is a is a, it's a wonky yeah. thing. You don't, you know, you're not always. Don't strip me. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, it's. Uh, I fight with my mom about it all the time. So it's, uh, yep. I'm like, listen, sometimes you just got to unplug it and plug it back in. <laughs> that's, that's, 
what I was told. I was having trouble with my iPad, and that's what somebody said. Unplug it. That's what my brother-in-law said. He's my IT guy. Unplug it. Try again. <laughs> Trust me, I'm the IT guy for my mom, and it's uh, yeah. It, yeah. I, I'm happy to do it. Uh, you know, not having yeah. my father around anymore. It's uh, I'm yep. more than happy to answer the call. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's so. Uh, that's what kids are for. To be part of the family absolutely and i'm very sorry that so, um you've had to go through what you've been through and well um, just thank you again we've all learned a lot yeah and still learning a lot and it, and uh, when it happens it'll be uh it'll be uh, i mean you, how do you thank everybody for all the efforts behind the scenes i mean there's there's people i haven't even mentioned behind the scenes that have been donating and offering help and whatever i mean there's uh, uh it's like when you know, win the world series who do you you thank the big people the but there's a lot of people behind the scenes that got you, mm-hmm. got you to that point. Yeah. Well, we can only so, hope that uh, we can have that. Uh, I don't want to call it a celebration, but it will be a yeah closure. Be a, it will be a great day. Yep, it sure will be, Bill. All right. Well, okay, Mark, hey, I'll let thanks. you get on with your day and uh, and. Oh, thanks. Can, I appreciate uh, uh, talking to you. Thank you. All right. Well, okay. I look forward to it. And okay, thanks again. Okay. Th- anytime you want to talk again, just holler and um, and uh, we'll hook up. It's no problem. Thank you so much, and tell Georgette thank you as well. I will tell Georgette thank you. You bet. All right. Thanks Mark, a lot. You have a great have day. Have a great day. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. I really cannot thank Mark Mahalovic enough for joining me today. This has been a whirlwind few weeks for him, as well as a very, very long 30 years. After speaking with him, though, I do believe that he is still confident that this case will be solved. Just like when I spoke with Chief Spetzel, and he mentioned that they were only a few pieces away from the answer to this longing question. Mark Mahalovic has an obvious deep appreciation for the investigators and the media that have helped keep Amy's story out there. And this may not be as common as you think, because each year, the family members are asked to pretty much dredge up all the old memories that they had about their loved one and have to be reminded that they aren't there. And... Mark is open and honest, and as a reporter, that is so refreshing. He may come off as a little shy, but that's just who he is. He didn't ask for his daughter to be abducted and have his family thrust into the spotlight for the worst possible reason. It goes to show you the kind of strength it takes to fight this battle each and every day. Interviewing family members of victims is never easy because you don't want to feel like you're exploiting their situation. I still find it difficult to walk that fine line, even after doing this for so long. So again, many thanks to Mark and his wife, Georgette. She really is his rock. Now, all we can do is hope that technology will catch up with the science and DNA that they do have, and we will one day find an answer to who killed Amy Mahalovic. So thank you again for listening to this very special episode. If you enjoy this independently produced podcast, please help support the show by clicking on the donate button on the right-hand side of whokilledamymahalovic.com. Or you can always donate via the Venmo app with my username at BillHuffman3. Any amount is appreciated, and it does help keep the podcast running. If you enjoy this show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to your favorite shows. It will help support this show as well as keep Amy's story in the spotlight. 
If you'd like to stay up to date on the cases I've covered and the new shows that I have in the pipeline, like my passion case, please follow me on Twitter at BillHuffman3. If you have any new information, I beg you to contact the Bay Village Police Department at 440-871-1234. The FBI is still offering a reward of up to $25,000 for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the individual or individuals responsible for the death of Amy Renee Maholovic. So again, anyone with information concerning this case, please contact the FBI at 1-800-CALL-FBI. Thank you again so much for listening, and until next time, be safe. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Thank you so much again for listening to this very special episode of Who Killed Amy Mihaljevic. If you enjoy this independently produced podcast, please help support the show by clicking on the donate button on the right-hand side of whokilledamymihaljevic.com or via the Venmo app with my username at billhuffman3. Any amount is appreciated, and it helps keep the podcast running. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. That will also help support the show and keep Amy's story in the spotlight. If you'd like to stay up to date on the cases I've covered and the new shows in the pipeline, please follow me on Twitter at BillHuffman3. If you have any new information about the death of Amy Renee Mahalovic, I beg you, to contact the Bay Village Police Department at 440-871-1234. The FBI is still offering a reward of up to $25,000 for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the individual or individuals responsible for the death of Amy Renee Mihaljevic. So anyone with information concerning this case, please contact the FBI at 1-800-CALL-FBI. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, be safe. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Science, science, science. Science, science. Hello, podcast fans. Want to get weird with us? Come check out the Mad Scientist podcast. We are a weekly show that looks at the history, philosophy, and hard facts behind your biggest paranormal questions. Did the government really pay for a psychic spy program? Yes. Is it true that surgery got its start in grave robbing? Yes. Can a roller coaster really kill you? Legally, we can't say so for sure, but sometimes, yes! Join myself, Chris Cogswell, and my co-host, Marie Mayhew, as we examine the science, philosophy, and history behind the strange and unusual. All to discover what's possible and plausible versus what's, well, just made up. Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Mad Scientist Podcast.